Hi, my people. This is JT, obviously, and you're listening to Figuring Out Wokeness. You know, a few weeks ago when the DNC wrapped up their convention, I asked people, especially liberals and progressives, what they thought about the multiple Republican speakers, the Colin Powells, the John Kasichs. Like, what did they think about that? And people fell into two camps. And I wasn't surprised. Liberals said, oh, it's great that he's trying to appeal to never Trumpers. The more the merrier. Let's build a coalition, blah, 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 blah. Progressives said, well, what did you expect? It's Joe Biden and he really is a Republican. So why not go? You know, of course, he's going to try to go for that base. But the latest Republican endorsement is different. It's just different. Um, I think there were even progressives who were like, eh, okay, he he had Colin Powell speak. Doesn't say too much to me. John Kasich got, you know, eight minutes. Okay. But the Biden's team going ahead and accepting the endorsement of Rick Schneider from Michigan, it's a new level of just fuck you to a whole set of constituents. For those of you who aren't placing the name of the face of the situation, Rick Snyder is the man who poisoned 100,000 residents of Flint, Michigan, um, including their children. And those children being poisoned will have devastating lasting effects generation into generation into generation because that's how lead poisoning works the problem with joe biden accepting that endorsement is that you already weren't even going to michigan which was problem number one up until recently the biden campaign for some reason must have forgot that it was a swing state Um, And that it's part of the electoral college that they need to win. And they just weren't going to even visit Michigan. Um, You know, I guess they they were just like, okay, this worked for Hillary Clinton so well. It's not going to Michigan. Let's do that twice. No one understood that. No one. Everyone was like, wait, you're you're not even going to go visit the state. Really? And the answer was, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So someone must have got in their ear and said, you might want to at least go visit Michigan. And I think one of the reasons why they decided to go to Michigan is because the races have been tightening, even though one minute they will seem to say that Trump is ahead. I'm sorry that Biden's ahead and that Trump is so far behind. But then you'll hear something else that says, especially when you look at the swing states, when you look at the electoral college votes they need, You'll be like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, he's not so far ahead. Especially in comparison to Hillary Clinton, where she was, you know, four years ago. But back to Rick Snyder. The way that the Rick Snyder endorsement came out gave, it seemed like to me, Joe Biden plenty of time to either ignore it or to rebuke it. Rebuke it, of course, would have been more favorable. Even though I don't think he would have done that. But he could have kind of like been like, okay, like, I'm not going to touch that. Like, 
let me just act like he didn't say anything. The original endorsement was part of an op-ed, which makes me think that it probably wasn't cleared with Joe Biden's teams first. I would assume that they would have gone ahead and issued a press release. I'm not sure if they do that after or before generally. But either way, I know I've seen campaigns sidestep an endorsement and they generally just don't say anything about it. When Rick Schneider went ahead and dropped the endorsement through his op-ed, he then doubled down on it by sending out like a video, Facebook Live, I believe, video of him definitely giving the endorsement. And then as soon as possible, it hasn't even been a two days, the Biden campaign came out on their letterhead thanking him for the endorsement. Here's the thing. You, Joe Biden, are, you know, for better or worse, linked with President Obama, who went to those residents and drank the water in their face, knowing that that water was still poison, knowing that nothing had been done, knowing that nothing was going to be done. And so you would think that you would separate yourself from the man who should be in prison right now for doing that to that population. But no, you decide, no, I think I'm going to take that endorsement because, you know, he has that R next to his name and we're collecting R's this cycle. We don't really care about the D's. The R's are very important. I don't understand how you do that. I just, I, I just don't understand it. I should understand it because after all, you did serve with the man who went there who looks like that community and lied in their faces. You are associated with that. So I shouldn't be surprised. But you would think, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and he would have said, yeah, that wasn't a good look for my man Barack. So uh, let's put some distance between there. Let's do the politician thing at least and, and kind of steer clear. Nope. No, it didn't happen. And so that population who has every reason to tell American government to go fuck off unless they have a real plan, you know, they're not going to take the whole vague promises. The the No, they want clear concrete plans and nope this is not no and even if they were thinking about not voting for the guy associated with the guy who lied to their in their faces to take his endorsement says not only will I lie to you in your face but I really actually don't really care about to even go that far to lie to you I don't even feel like making the effort and then you know I think about what Chuck Schumer said with his whole plan to replace every blue collar American with a suburban educated voter oh yeah he said that you can you can definitely google it um I guess that's the plan now but the, the problem is, is that 
if there's a shred of humanity in Democratic voters, they're looking at that endorsement and it's conjuring up memories of how your president, that presidency, you being VP, did not solve that systemic huge problem. And now we have a systemic huge problem that needs to be solved, yet it didn't go so well the last time. And you've now reminded everyone of that shit show by accepting his endorsement. I'm not even going to get into how hurt the people of Flint and Detroit must be and how given that they have neither option in their favor, will most likely not vote. And not voting is also a rejection of your party because Hillary Clinton, I mean, like, it wasn't even 10,000 votes that she missed Michigan by. And those numbers mirror very closely people who voted for Obama two terms in a row and then got around and did not vote for Trump, but they also didn't vote for Hillary. So to, again, disregard them like, oh, they're pissed at, you know, government, they'll never vote, period. Oh, well, I'll do it. It, it, you know, it says something to me. It also says something to me that we have a institution, not institution, that we as Americans have not seen and made sure that a politician like Rick Snyder is not put under the jail. Like, I can't think of a whole lot of societies where he wouldn't have gone to prison for a very, very long time. I mean, of course, societies that aren't run by dictators or, or just actual, like, war criminals. But, you know, eh, maybe I'm splitting hairs. Let me know what you think. JT, obviously, on Twitter, hit me up. What did you think of the Snyder endorsement? Is there something I'm not seeing? Because... I have to say this is probably one of the worst moves his campaign has made so far. Until next time, people, stay safe, be good, and help somebody out.